What's going on, everybody? I hope that all of you had a great Christmas with your families. Um, hopping in today, the 26th of December, to film and record this podcast episode. And in this episode, I'd like to give you guys 10 habits that we can kick or get rid of based on a book that I just finished reading called Set for Life. Um, a great book on finances, on strategies, on real estate, highly recommend it. And so, uh, of course, want to add value to you guys and provide some of this information that I learned uh, through this book, uh, some of which we already kind of know, but it's always good to, you know, recap these, uh, these things as well. So I don't know about you guys, but, you know, Trying to get a hold of my finances um, is definitely something that I have been doing over the past couple of years. And with that, you know, I have been improving my, you know, financial literacy and understanding, you know, how finances work, um, how I can make the most out of my, my money. And you know, I think that it's an important conversation to have because this topic, especially in my culture, the Mexican culture, is tabooish. You know, we don't have a lot of open, transparent uh, conversations about financing or finances in a positive light. I feel like, you know, in a in a way that is motivating to, you know, get a hold of this area in our lives. Um, I grew up with, you know, parents arguing about money and uh, essentially in a scarcity mindset, you know, Um, and it's a mindset that a lot of, you know, people suffer uh, from, you know, and it's this feeling and belief that there's not enough that, um, you know, that you have to be as efficient as possible with your resources and there's just not enough and so you know in my in my mid to late 20s this has been something that I have been changing and I'm very proud of actually because I've been putting in a lot of work to change this type of mindset and ultimately you know get my finances in order and be the one in control of my finances and not the other way around and so um based on that you know my journey with that i definitely see the opportunity uh within um our culture and community to be able to touch on some of these topics so um i'd like to get into it Here are 10 habits that we can kick this upcoming year that can help us with either getting our finances in order, our budgeting, or spending our time a little bit better to be able to help us generate more income and spend less money. So the first habit is TV and Netflix. Uh, This is a big one, obviously, because, you know, People love their TV. People love their Netflix. Um, However, you know, although it is not a huge monthly expense, I that is not the point of kicking this habit. This habit essentially 
um, takes away from everything else, you know, time that we can be investing in other things. And in the business world, there's a term called the opportunity cost. And essentially what this uh, term means is, you know, how much is it costing me to watch Netflix over doing something else? So if we think about it, if we're sitting around, you know, uh, large portions of our days, long hours, where, you know, when we could be doing other things, um, obviously, you know, we're, we're wasting the opportunity of, you know, maybe making more money somewhere else doing other things or educating ourselves to be able to maximize on other opportunities. So that is uh, based on this book, Set for Life, one of the habits that uh, we can cut out of our lives to be able to uh, maximize and, you know, be financially free. The second habit, this is going to hit people for sure, sports and entertainment, you know, watching sports. Uh, I grew up watching sports. I used to idolize sports growing up. Sports was what I did, you know, for fun. Um, and it kept me focused and I grew up idolizing a lot of, you know, these players and teams and everything like that. And, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I like watching a good game. Um, however, when I look back at my life, I'm able to realize that, you know, watching sports definitely uh, took time away from other things that I could have been doing. And, you know, thinking of it on a, on a deeper level, I've thought about this several times. Um, you know, I've sat around watching other grown men develop their legacy and spent more time doing that than me developing mine, you know? And I try to think of things on a very deep level to really understand, um, you know, get meaning of things. And so some, some people may say it's not that deep, you know, there's no, no reason to look at it that deep, but Honestly, I think it is, and I think it's beneficial to look at things that deep because you're able to gain clarity as to what's really worth it or not in your life, and you're able to allocate your time accordingly. So these days, I'd rather spend more time developing my legacy and, you know, my business than uh, watching sports. So definitely agree with, with that second habit. Habit number three uh, buying a luxury property from far from work. And essentially what they're saying here uh, in this habit is that, you know, when you buy a luxury property, it takes money from you to be able to upkeep, upkeep that property. And most often than not, you're spending less time in your luxury residence um, because you obviously have to work and so it's just overall taking more money from you than it, than it is generating money to you. Um, you know, with that, you know, that property comes with luxury furniture, fancy decorations, and all this other stuff that adds to it, you know, in addition, maintenance to the property and everything like that. Habit number four, eating out. This is one that um, I wasn't the best at in my early, you know, 20s. Uh, mid-20s and even up until recently um, I, I love eating out honestly uh, eating a good meal is just 
obviously everybody's favorite, right? We all love a good meal. We all love to eat out, be wine and dine, be served. Um, so that's one thing. I mean, overall, it is expensive. It is time consuming. It can be unhealthy depending on what we're eating. Um, and, you know, overall, you know, it is acceptable, obviously, to eat out. But I think what I try to do these days is follow my budget as best as I can. And if it's over my budget, then I just I'd rather just make something at home. And, you know, the opportunity cost with that with eating something at home is that, you know, you get healthier, you eat healthier. If your goal is to lose weight, you lose that weight because you're eating healthier, you're making smarter decisions. Habit number five, which I kicked for a long, long time. I didn't have Facebook for about eight years and I got into real estate in the Apparently, I need social media, but yeah, social media, habit number five is a habit to kick, to be able to, you know, take hold of your finances. This makes sense. This goes along the lines of, you know, TV and Netflix. The opportunity cost of being on social media is taking away from the focus that we can be placing on, um, you know, growing ourselves and our business and our legacy. Um, And this is one that honestly, you know, uh, I've been, I have a goal to post on social media to grow my platforms and raise awareness as much as I can. You know, it's part of my job now. Um, you know, one of my goals is to grow my brand. And so I feel like those, those are some of the things that I have to do. Um, however, I feel like I definitely took a couple of steps back in this area. Um, you know, using social media a little bit more than I want to, to be honest. But it's just something that you know, has to be done. Um, but yeah, huge, huge one on social media. I think the area of opportunity with social media is using it more strategically and you being in control of it instead of it controlling you. You know, is it habitual for us to grab our phones and open the app and just scroll mindlessly through the content, you know, when we know that we're supposed to be doing other things that are more productive for us? I think that that's really the the point of, you know, trying to kick that habit. You know, everything in moderation, I feel like, is is well. And, um, you know, just got to moderate the the usage for me anyway. Habit number six, music at work. You know, I'm a huge music fan. However, one of the things that I've done, especially, you know, when driving to work, uh, you know, doing showings, going to the gym, is replacing the music with a podcast and uh, you know audible and audiobook uh that's something that i've been getting into a lot lately and honestly it has helped a lot because now i feel like i'm more knowledgeable in different areas because i've taken the time to invest in those you know recordings the podcast the audiobooks and so another thing i've thought about in this topic is you know how many times are we listening to the same thing the same song over and over again you know it's almost like it's it's programming you to think in a certain way act in a certain way speak in a certain way um i've thought about it as deep as you know songs that i still listen to to today that came out 15 and 20 years ago i realized i'm essentially listening to the consciousness of the artist at that time you know, I'm listening to their psychology at that time. I'm listening to their maturity level at that time or their perception, the way they see the world at that time. Um, now, I know it's entertainment, but if you really think about it that deep, you know, 
these are other human beings making music for entertainment that we consume uh and you know 15 20 years later these people probably aren't even the same people that made those songs now don't get me wrong there are really i feel like just great songs out there that are uh ageless you know they they can they can be played forever because they are quality you know songs these songs were composed with quality in mind um however i feel like those are very few and far between i feel like there's not a lot of uh, great music out there anymore you know there's only a very few select artists in my opinion that make really good music so that's habit number six habit number seven which thankfully i've i've kicked for the most part however moderation uh every now and then i think it's necessary the nightlife you know i remember my early 20s uh late teens early 20s maybe mid 20s going out a lot spending a lot of money on drinks uh you know and just waking up the next morning checking my bank account and just like you know slapping my face uh just seeing my balance after a night out so uh that that one is definitely self-explanatory nightlife habit number eight is shopping you know there's some items in your life that can make a serious difference in your productivity and there are some items that will last much longer than others. And shopping, I have found uh, currently where I'm at, just a huge difference that that makes, right? Um, I'm a huge fan of TJ Maxx, to be honest with you. Like, there, there's so much you can find at TJ Maxx for just so much less. And the hype of the uh, designer clothing the hype of the the nude you know all that stuff like i'm you know i don't think that's a smart smart thing obviously uh it all depends you know if it falls within your budget i think living within your means is very important to earning and achieving financial freedom and me i i'm not trying to talk on this episode as an expert because these are all things that i'm still figuring out um and you know hence me reading the book however you know as i figure it out i also like to uh pour into others and maybe add some value to them as well give them something to think about um so here we go habit number nine the snooze button this one is something i've you know i've gotten a lot better at but the snooze button obviously the more we snooze the more we uh lay in bed the the more time that we lose to be able to have a productive day you know we hit the snooze button we uh we make we you know we wake up groggy we wake up maybe uh in a mood in a bad mood cranky and uh you know i think that not hitting the snooze button really helps you stick to what you say you're going to do so if you say you're going to wake up at 5 30 you wake up at 5 30 every day and you wake up you know uh, with some confidence and ready to get the day started and habit number 10 the i want to try to do everything mentality um you know if if you focus on you know a million things you can never be the expert of the one thing that can really make a difference in your life to help you uh with financial freedom and uh you know i think that makes a huge difference uh we've heard the saying jack of all trades master of none 
uh, I think that's important, right? If, if we want to master one thing, the one thing that's going to make us the most, the one thing that's going to help us add the most value to other people, uh, the one thing that's going to help us create a solution to the problem that ultimately is going to allow us to make as much as we can because ultimately, right, we get paid based on the problems that we help solve in the world. Um, I think that's huge. There is a quote here on the book along those same lines that says, they have a ton of shallow experiences in a large number of areas, thus becoming fairly lousy at a lot of different things. This comes at the expense of becoming excellent in just a few areas that they truly enjoy. And I think that one's very powerful. I have found myself uh, in certain times trying to do too much, trying to focus on too many things. Um, Now what I try to do is focus on obviously what I'm doing in real estate and finding any other things that may complement what it is that I'm doing just to add a little bit of breath to, you know, what I'm doing right now. And so, yeah, so with that being said, there are 10 habits that we can kick this upcoming year in 2023 that can help us towards early financial freedom or even um, get a hold of our finances. Uh, one of the big things I've done in the last couple of years is budgeting. Uh, I've heard of this term, you know, early on. I never actually did it. I was too lazy to do it. And honestly, it just seemed a little bit, you know, intimidating or overwhelming having to really look into my bank statements, everything that I was spending. And honestly, I didn't want to face the music. I didn't want to face the music of what I was spending my money on. But once I got real with myself and I got honest with myself, I was able to look at all these things, you know, my bank statements and credit cards and everything like that. And once I got honest with myself and I knew where my money was going, I started formulating a plan to, you know, get a hold of all that that spending. And so that's one thing that I do that I would recommend. Just get honest with your finances if you do find yourself in a position where you have some financial goals, you want to achieve financial freedom in the future. Um, that is definitely one one of the things that I recommend. So. Uh, with that being said, I appreciate you guys hopping on again. Another episode of the Halo Effect Podcast, episode number 27. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share the episode. Tell somebody who can benefit from this episode as well. Uh, make sure to follow me on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube. I'm starting to post a lot more uh, videos on YouTube as well. And if you find yourself in a position this upcoming year where you want to buy real estate here in Denver, you want to sell real estate here here in Denver, or you want to invest in real estate and you want to grow your real estate portfolio, please reach out to me. I will be more than happy to help you out and guide you in the right direction. So with that being said, guys, thank you once again for hopping on and I hope you all have a great rest of your day.